Welcome back to Waterdeep Dragon Heist, a D&D adventure created by Wizards of the Coast, customized and ran by me, BD, the DM, and played by some of my great friends. If you have not listened to the previous episodes, starting at 01, we suggest you do that as each episode builds on the last, and each episode starts right where the last one left off. As explained in the first episode, this adventure is a teaser of sorts. The pandemic cut this adventure short, but the theatrics are here for you to enjoy. Despite ending on an unfinished note, we hope you find a lot to love. Expect new episodes of this adventure to drop until you see a final episode tag in the episode description of your podcast app. That's it. Let's get back into the game. Oh, and if this is your first time, welcome to the basement party. Karuk, initiative. She's pregnant. 11. Kothar, initiative. 22. Valorn, initiative. 2. Celeste, initiative. 12. Hey, Goblin Boy. 14 for Domino. Oh, my bad. <laughs> You're so small, it's hard for me to go ahead and see oh, you over there. That's what she said. <laughs> it is. <sighs> I'm sorry, Patrice. <laughs> you said 11? 14. 14. Toro said 11. He's never going to get it right. <laughs> He'll say the right name. <laughs> uh, Torok, what was your initiative? Oh, that, was a, that was an 11 for Terry. Okay, Trader. Tay Ruck? Who's Tay Ruck? Yeah. Rucksack guy. <laughs> what you guys don't know is I'm actually playing three goblins in a trench game. <laughs> <laughs> Music, look at that. All right, Kothar. So right next to you, you see on the bench, you see one of these thugs stands up and begins to go ahead and draw his sword. You see right behind you is this individual with the tattoo on his head. And he looks like he's about to push past you towards Zat Yagra. Can I hold a shove action that he goes by me to try to trip him? To make him go prone? Sure. I'll stand up, of course. Domino. I'm just going to continue carving my name in my uh, in the seat next to me. I'm not concerned about these guys. Celeste. I'm going to... Can I reach our half-orc friend there, Miss Yagra? You can use your movement to get there and then move back. Sure. Yeah, but I think he's going to try to smack me. <laughs> yeah. Towards the back of the tray is Yagra. You see that um, she's getting ready to stand up. I'll hold on and action. Then I will be uh, casting heroism the moment I can touch her. All right. So if she comes next to you. All right. Moving on then down our list here. Yagra. So she's going to go ahead and move, pushing past you guys. Standing right here, occupying your area. I'll let her in front and doing the shuffles when I place my hands on her to be able to cast heroism on her. Okay. And I'm so heroism, so she's imbued with bravery until the spell ends. It is concentration for up to a minute. She um, is immune to being frightened and gains temporary hit points equal to my spell casting ability modifier at the start of each turn. So I, that's plus three temporary hit points at the start of each turn for her. You go ahead and 
touch her side, and um, you can feel your arcane energy go ahead and transfer to her body. You see her eyes narrow, and she seemed a bit more focused. You see that she clenches her fist, and she looks like she's about to spring and attack. So you see that she goes ahead and pushes past you guys as you're sitting on the dray, and um, she moves up, standing directly in front of where you're at, Kothar. You see as she moves, she begins to draw a weapon. That's her turn. Tarok. Uh, Tarok will uh, stand up and kind of put both hands on his long sword and be like, Well, I apologize, friend, but uh, I can't let you take my dignity. It'd be uncivilized. And I'll uh, hold action till someone is uh, actually makes an attack. All right. You see this goon with the tattoo looks at you, looks at all of you, seems to be sizing you up. You see screams to his buddies, knock them all out. They're all going to go ahead and go on the same turn here. Guy here is going to stand up, drawing a scimitar, and is going to attempt to go ahead and swipe at Yagra with it. And with a six, you see that his scimitar kind of swings a bit wide and goes into this one of the beams that's supporting the top of the actual um, dray. You see it kind of cleaves into the wood and he brings it back out. And it looks like he's going to go ahead and swing again. His friend here moves directly next to you, Taruk, as you begin speaking. You see that he tries to swing at you with his scimitar. With a one on the dice, you um, see that easily. Do you deflect? Do you want to do something special here? I'd like to just... Just barely duck under it. He swings unnaturally hard like he's like trying to hit a ball with a bat or something. And he like stumbles and almost falls over. But he's able to catch himself. The fair driver take off his hat and take off of his um outer vest. You see he draws a scimitar. He let them on. He was a bad guy. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. You see he comes inside bursting into saloon doors. And he attempts to try to attack you, Tarok. I'm super happy to be in melee with all four bad guys. Mm-hmm. Right where you should be. Yep. At level one, definitely. <laughs> Listeners, if you weren't sure, we're level one. Yeah. Fresh. Fresh off the boat. Alright, with a um, 19 on the dice, 22 to hit you, oh, um, yeah, his scimitar will connect, and you'll take six points of slashing damage. Ah, my body disappears. <laughs> You see, the tattooed man draws his blade and strikes at Yagra with a natural 20. Bye, Yagra. Yagra will go ahead and take 11 points of damage. All right. Suddenly, you feel the wagon lurch forward. You see it begins to go ahead and pick up speed. Was that the end of the turn? Yes. Um, well, then I would like to use my hand action. Yes. I'm going to swing on um, Eye Patch McGillicuddy since he actually hit me. All right. Fair. Take her. Let's see how fair he is. As a natural one. <laughs> you see, he easily takes his sword and turns it sideways, and Pink goes ahead and lets his blade meet yours and deflects it. I'd like to bonus action feel emasculated. You do so. 100% effective. All right, Forlorn. I stand up. I see the chaos going on right now in this uh, this area. I look over at Celeste. I give you a nod as a go-ahead. And I remember the rules that were posted out by the front, by the gates, that says to not use magic. And I believe in following the rules at all times. But I think right now it's okay to use magic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I am going to... So you said the fair taker was the one that hit 
Taruk? Yes, you see burst into saloon doors and took a wild swing at Taruk. But I can clearly tell that uh, Purple Tattoo is the leader. Yes. And he's the one who's... You see that he swiped at Yagra right. and connected, making a deep gash across her chest. I'm she kind of screams in pain. I will do a uh, Eldritch Blast on Tattoo Guy, leader. All right, roll an attack roll. All right. That is a 12 plus 5 to hit, being 17. 12 will connect. All right, and Eldritch Blast is a beam of crackling energy streaks towards a creature within range. Right on a hit, which it does, target takes 1d10. That is an 8 on the die, force damage. And as I yell out to my patron, for my patron, allowing me to use his power, I thank him. You're welcome. <laughs> no problem. Good job. Good job, bro. Thanks, gay. No, your patron's not dopey. <laughs> He's a uh, proud and mighty solar. Yes. Your Eldritch Brass streaks across the dray and goes ahead and connects, slamming into this goon with the tattoo. You see he stumbles back a bit, but he's able to go ahead and brace himself on the side of the dray. He grits his teeth. Grudge, now just kill them all! He goes ahead and shouts out to his other goon friends. Oh, the dray begins to move faster and it begins to shake. You see that there are three crossbeams in the center of this dray. And you notice that um, there is a metal rod that goes horizontally through them. And there's these ropes dangling that serves as kind of handholds in the middle. If you so choose to go ahead and grab them. As the, the dray moves faster, you notice that it begins to rock and swerve a bit. The entire area now is even more difficult terrain. All right, back to the top of the order. Kothar. So I technically have to move out of her space, correct? Yes. Which then is going to provide an attack of opportunity. I'm going to go ahead and say that um, he looks distracted at the moment. The guy with the tattoo, if you're worried about him. Yeah, I'll go ahead and draw my shield and um, my mace. And move Mm -hmm. to five feet, uh, taking the attack of opportunity, if necessary. Now this guy in front of me, I'm going to go ahead and take a swing on him. Natural two on the die. You will miss as the dre goes ahead and swerves wildly to the right and kind of makes you stumble and you fall forward towards the back of the bus. All right, moving on. Domino. Now that they've called for my head, I'm more likely to, uh, more inclined to participate in the fight. So I will uh, reach out, reach behind me and grab my my light crossbow and uh, let up a bolt at a... Yeah, we'll do um, the, the guy with the tattoo. Before you even grab your crossbow, you see that this Dre is moving quite wildly. It'll be a disadvantage if you want to go ahead and attack with it. I We're believe on. in myself. <laughs> I'll look at Volo when I say, watch this, buddy. Uh, a total of 15 to hit with disadvantage. 15 will hit. And since I have sneak attack damage, he will take a total of 10 damage. You can't uh, sneak attack if you have disadvantage. That is true. Sorry. Eight uh, piercing damage um, on Tattoo Head. He cries out in pain, but he still stands. You see he grabs onto one of the rope handles above. He looks definitely in a lot of pain. Celeste. How easy would it be to get to the driver? Would I even know how to get there from where I'm at? Or? You remember you saw outside of the dray towards the back, there was a metal staircase that led to the top deck. Oh, gotcha. You see that there's some narrow windows on your side. You look out them, and a cart looks like it's moving pretty fast. But there's no glass in these windows. So I can't see him. You cannot see him if you lean out. But it looks like maybe if somebody were heroic, they could maybe climb out the window and maybe climb to the top of the dray. That would be interesting. Uh, Yeah, not playing that character. (laughs) (laughs) I will um, 
look at Eyeball Thug Dude, and I will go ahead and do Vicious Mockery, and I'll say, Oi, you're bleeding like a stuck pig! And so he would need to take, make a wisdom saving throw. Um, DC 13. He'll fail it. Sweet. With a five. And then that is 1d4. He'll take three psychic damage. And have disadvantage on the next attack roll. You see his eyes roll in the back of his head, and then blood begins to pour out of his nose. You see he shakes and convulses, and then he collapses down on the floor. He melted his brain. And I'll shout out, somebody needs to check on the driver! Couldn't handle that sick burn. Yagura looks at the body on the ground and looks at the body next to her. Shit. She steps into the area. She drops her weapon and she looks like she's going to go ahead and attempt to punch the fair taker. And with a seven plus four, that'll be 11. <laughs> you see that this fair taker easily ducks her fist. You see she attempts to go ahead and connect with his face with her knee. He dodges to the right out of the way. And it looks like he's ready to go ahead and atta- retaliate with a weapon. But it's Taruk's turn. She got her three Yeah, she should get her three times this turn. Ah, yes, thank you. Alright. Taruk's got a bonus action. Second wind. <laughs> I heal three. And then I'm going to try to attack the true bad guy. Going after the fair taker. Fourteen to hit. Fourteen will hit him. Six slashing damage from my long sword. Cleaves into his side as he's distracted at the moment trying to dodge Yagra's punches. Anything else? I steal myself to stand next to Yagra. It's pretty tricky. And uh, take on these last two Nadewells and defend the civilians behind us. You hear from the back of the Dray, Excuse You're killing them! Just pointing that out! You hear Bolo cry out. There's no such thing. They're doing it to themselves. We all saw it. They attacked each other. I just said some words. Sure. Cowers in the corner and just kind of watches, kind of bracing himself against the Dre walls as it accelerates and speeds up. You see these individuals here both attempt to attack Yagra. Man, these dice are rolling pretty bad. Yay. Good. With an eight and a seven. <laughs> nice. You see that she takes kind of the side of her arm where she has maybe a brace on and she deflects one of the blows and then she ducks the other one. She looks ready to go ahead and retaliate. The Dre continues to pick up more speed. You feel it lurch forward. Everybody go ahead and roll me um, a dex or strength save. Let's go around the table here. Kothar. Uh, that's going to be a 14. 14? You're fine. You feel the Dre suddenly lurch to the left. It almost feels like the right side wheels almost maybe go airborne a bit. And then it kind of thuds and collapses back down. It looks like the whole thing almost tipped over. But you were able to go ahead and continue standing. Moving on here, Domino. 16. 16, same thing. You grab onto one of the the central beams. You hang on for dear life. Strike save, 15. Be able to brace and keep yourself up. Forlorn. 13. Same thing. You are able to go ahead and hold on to the side wall. And Celeste? 22, I guess because I'm still sitting down. <laughs> yes, you just um, hold on to the to the seat of the bench. Wow, these dice are amazing right now. They're not weighted or anything, so it's fine. Don't mess with the golden ticket. All right, yeah. So with um, a f- four and a nine, 
Um, <laughs> both of these guys kind of um, like dominoes kind of collapse into each other and smush up against the side of the wall here and they fall prone. The drapes feels like it's going even faster now and you can hear outside like screams and whatnot emanating and um, curses. All right, moving on. The van is turned with them falling from? Yep. All right. Um, from where I'm currently sitting in the dray, can I look behind me? And can I see the horses and the driver up front? No. No, you're inside of the actual dray itself, so there's a wall back there, the far back. Okay. Um, but you know that he's probably just beyond that wall on the other side. And the only way to get out would be either through the window... Or up the steps. Uh, hmm. Windows. I can open them and stick my head out. And can I be able to see either where the dray is heading? In terms of, like, the direction, can I... You stick your head out the window and your hair immediately is whipping in the wind. You see that it looks to be going down a main street of some sort within this city, um, weaving in and out between traffic. So that gives you an indication that the driver's probably still there. But all you see is the horses galloping kind of at full speed. But you're not from this place. You have no idea where this thing is going. I mean, we have seahorses, but... Not land horses. No, yeah, Not these are, okay. they don't communicate the same. You try to, <laughs> no, you don't do that? Okay. Whoa. Hey, don't, <laughs> those, those, are those are sea turkeys. Those are sea turkeys. Get yes. it right. Um, then being prone, I would have disadvantage against my ranged spells, and I can't control um, any form of uh, non-lethal damage with a ranged spell. Correct. Okay. With my trident. I don't know. Trident has a reach. It's 2060. You can throw it at him. I can throw it. I want to try to get to the driver, so I'm going to move, I guess, close to the stairs. You can dash. You can go ahead and kind of move through, because they're on the ground prone, so you can move through their square. Um, you take that as an opportunity to burst past them outside of the saloon doors. You see the spiral staircase leading up to the top. The Dre continues to go ahead and uh, pick up speed. Seems to be moving wildly. Um, you, when you looked out the window, Forlorn, you saw that it seemed to kind of bear white right at um, kind of a Y intersection. And it looks like it was the Dre was kind of going uphill, and now it looks like it's going downhill a bit. You also hear, when you stick your head outside of the Dre, and all of you can kind of hear slowly, a horn blast. And obviously a dead um, goon still eating his um, apple somehow. We, we ran over, you know, a cart of apples. Yeah. I took yeah. it. I, I was my My cabbages. I mean apples. Stop eating these apples. <laughs> we're in the middle of a fight. We're not, we're not playing Skyrim. <laughs> oh, I gotta heal. Ooh. I'm trying to imagine physics here. The horses just drop and then the whole cart is just gonna... It'll get a swing. <laughs> I really hope you keep care from that. <laughs> the whole cart just flies over. We all just go cast sleep on the horses. End of game. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of like always we use now, Brent. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there we go. I like that actually. Please. Starting initiative sound there. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> it's almost Inception sound, right? Mm. Silent Hill. Do any of us recognize that sound? Celeste, you recognize the sound as the city watch. You know that they generally carry horns, and they use horns to signal to each other when some strange activity is going on. Kothar. Kothar is going to move up five feet. He's going to cast Bless on 
Taru. Sorry, Guidance. Before spell ends, you get to roll a d4 to add any ability check of your choice. And kind of step back five feet and let them go at it. All right. You feel scaly hands. Caress your back. (laughs) This brings up good memories. Good. (laughs) You suddenly feel a bit rejuvenated, a bit inspired. Domino. What do you do back inside of the dray? You see the rest of the individuals in this dray are kind of pushing forward, moving towards the back of it. You saw the Triton friend, our blue friend, kind of push past everyone and run out the saloon doors. What do you do? You see Volo sitting in the corner. He's kind of bracing himself, and he's just looking around, pretty content with doing nothing. Um, I will step forward and uh, kind of beneath Yagra. I will take the uh, the bolt that I shot into the guy out of the guy, because all my bolts have courtesy of Domino carved into the shaft. Interesting. Um, so I'll remove that from the guy and uh, kind of put it back in my quiver after kind of wiping the blood off on him. All right. And I look back at uh, Volo and say, you've seen it. They did it to themselves, right? Kind of give him an over-exaggerated nod. He gives you kind of um, a forced smile and nod. All right, Celeste. I can still see Thalorin from where I'm at, right? She just disappeared beyond the saloon doors. I'll go (laughs) cast sleep on the horses. Just kidding. (laughs) Um, I'll go ahead. I'll look over at Volo and just kind of like, you know, I'm holding on as well. And I just kind of give him a look like, we'll make it through this. We'll make it through this, right? Um, of course. Volo. Looks at you and goes, you don't work for one of these broadsheets, do you? No. Uh, she keeps a straight face. I can't. <laughs> does she? <laughs> yeah, she does. Do I need to just do a deception roll or something? Yeah. <laughs> you realize you were writing quite a bit on this tray about all the activity. That stopped since the fighting started. Deception? Yes, yes roll me a deception versus Volo's insight. Fifteen. Well, you got a two on the dice. These mm-hmm. dice are amazing right Fifteen now. total. Ten oh. on the dice plus five. He just nods his head, eyes wide, and he continues to look forward. He goes, good. It's, it's documentation for the City Watch. Makes sense. Just um, don't mention my name in any of that. Who are you? Exactly. Thank you. They did it to themselves. Who are you? Uh, don't worry about that either. Yagra goes ahead and attempts to grapple our man on the ground. You see she leaps on top of the fair driver. I don't think I've rolled above a 10 this entire time. That's okay. We're fine with that. <laughs> Good story work. Good storyline. We're, story mo- we're in story mode, not hardcore. I mean, we're in story mode. I like yeah. that. <laughs> the Dre is moving really fast. Um, Yagra attempts to go ahead and leap on the guy, but you see this guy kind of raises his feet up and uh, kind of plants it against her chest and push her back a bit. She looks extremely frustrated. You see she looks to go ahead and reach for a mace that she has at her side. But she lets it go. Then she grabs it again and takes it out. Taruk. I'm going to go ahead and take a swing, then. Go for it. At who? The fair guy? Or his goon? Okay. No, the big bad of the entire campaign. Fair taker. (laughs) (laughs) He Um, took your money. Yeah, it's an 18. 18 will hit him. Right, I'm going to do 8 points of damage. 8 points of damage it is. Non-magical, non-silvered slashing. As he pushes back Yagra, um, you exploit that and take your blade and stab it into his gut. You hear Volo go, oh my god, this is not good. They're all going to jail. <laughs> Who? 
points at the goblin as he plunges his blade into um, this um, guy on the ground. He's going to jail for self-defense and saving your security. That sounds like a mighty fine thing to do to people. It'd be a shame if somebody heard about that. You're supposed to go ahead and defend yourself, sure, but I'm not sure I can call that necessarily a, a, a righteous death. Does he? You can call it whatever you want. Do, did I kill the fair ticket? Yes. I stabbed him like a few more times as well as talking. <laughs> you, you see, like that right there. That's going to be sure. very hard to justify. Just make sure. It's like your battle cry. Do you see how bad Scary. the goblins hurt? Why'd you stab him? He looks quite invigorated and alive to me. 25% of my body's missing. Yeah, he got the whole leg. <laughs> <laughs> Hopping around on the leg. Like Put like, it back on later. Like Thanos only got a part of me. No! No tattoo head, guys! Stop stabbing your buddy! Stop it! You're stabbing him too much! Look, I look pointedly at Bolo. You know, the cart was jostling him around. He fell off the sword. About <laughs> <laughs> 13 times. He could fall on you next. Clearly, we should just kill Bolo and Yagra. No. No. <laughs> this, this turns no, into wait, a crime story. Oh my god. Everybody roll me um, a strength or deck save. Uh, Alright, Kothar. Ten. You fall on the ground. Woohoo! You move five feet, Kothar, as the wagon swerves. As you slam into the side of the walls. Domino. 18. 18, you're fine as you're able to go ahead and steady yourself. Our driver, you see that this guy slides to the side and almost tumbles off himself. Florin. Alrighty. I'm going to dash to the front, or go up the stairs, and then continue dashing towards the front. So 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, you are above the cart. Um, well, there's not a dash, and I still have an action. Can I see whether or not the reins of the horses are being either held or controlled, or can I see, like, the yoke that the horses are on? From where you're standing, no. No. So it's like I couldn't mage hand the reins. No, well, you do hear some jostling mm-hmm. and um, some grunting and groaning from that direction. Though. If you were to okay. dash forward, you'd definitely be able yeah. to see. I'll dash forward. You dash forward, and you see that he has in a tight grip in one hand the reins. You see he's kind of like trying to right himself back up onto the seat of the dray. I also wanted to ask, are the dead bodies just kind of like flying around? You like- see they're just rolling around, smearing blood all over the interior of the dray. What's your perception, Valora? Nine. Yikes. No, I, I hyper-focus on things, and the task at hand is to get to the front. What you do hear on the opposite side of the dray is a massive crash. You see that the entire left side of um, the outer dray is cut by what looks to be some crane or whatnot protruding out into the street. I need everybody to go ahead and roll me a dexterity save. If you're inside, Kothar, what'd you get? Uh, 21. Suddenly, the entire side of the dray, like the side wall falls off, and now it's all exposed to the air. Wind begins to go ahead and push at you, threatening and push you off of this now destroyed section of the dray. But you're able to go ahead and desperately hold on to any object around you. Domino. 16. 16? You're fine. You're able to go ahead and hold on to the bench. Taruk. I offer you a six. A six? That's a two on the dice. You get pushed five feet back. Valorant. 
19. You're fine. Celeste. Uh, 15. You are fine. All right. Wood fragments go ahead and fall off and trail off the back of the dray. You um, hear cries and screams from outside of the dray. We're at the top of the order now. Kothar. So I will stand up and hold on to the center pole. Would I give me advantage on any more of these saves we have? It would. Okay, then I will cling on to the effing pole. Cling on to the effing pole. Got it. Domino. I will climb back and look after Volo. Oh, you're right, Mr. Volo. Volo's on the ground covered in fragments of wood. You see he's like a coward and he's just hanging on for his life. No, I'm not fine. Don't worry, we're here to keep you safe. Do that. We're doing pretty well so far. Looks at all the blood on the bottom of the dray. I, I guess that's one way to interpret it. That blood's not yours. You, you'd be fine. He gives you a strange look. He looks confused and be- bewildered and scared. Celeste. I'll head upstairs. So I will go as far as I can to start heading up to go check on Florin. And I will cling on to the staircase. All right. You begin to move through all the wood fragments and shards. The roof now is at um, a very dangerous uh, kind of slant. You see that the central beams of the dray uh, seem to be really stressed and kind of bending under the weight and the pressure. A wind also whips at you from the left side as that wall now is completely gone. Um, Yagra moves forward and begins trying to stomp on the guy in which you're standing over. Unfortunately, with a six, the guy's able to kind of lift his hand and like push her boot away. She's going to do it again. As she tries to ghetto stomp, as they would go ahead and say. And with a 10, would still somehow miss Tarot. Well, I'll move back to my previous spice. Okay. But still in his threat range, and mm-hmm. then I'll attack him with a game. All right. So you kind of sloppily stumble off of his body, and then with your sword. Uh, that is a 17 hit. Yes, you hit him. Uh, nine points of non-magical, non-silver. You splash. stab him in his gut. He screams out in pain, coughing up blood. Your Volo go, oh my god, and cover his ears. Does he seem alive? He seems barely. Uh, all right, good. I've learned, <laughs> I learned my lesson. I didn't kill this one. All right, moving on. Their turn. This guy staggers up to his feet, and you see that he doesn't have any weapons. He just holds up his hands. One hand is actually covering the wound that he's bleeding from profusely. Florin. Is there a way to disconnect the horses from this dray? That would only be by the chains. Roll me um, a perception. That'll be a 16. The DC being 15, you do see that there is a pin, kind of a swivel axle on the central rod that extends out. You know that um, releasing that would um, disconnect most of the cart from the actual horses and maybe snap the chains or maybe... I want to do that. With my mage hand. Hmm. Would mage hand do that? It's not 10 pounds, is it? That's what I'm trying to think of. What role would this be? Slide a hand. I would say that our, for a caster, uh, what do you cast with? Charisma? charisma? Sure. Go ahead and roll me um, a charisma. Um, your, your proficiency. That is nice. You see it lift a bit, but you're unable, at least this round, to go ahead and get it off. All right. And Alex does the jerking off motion with his hands. It's a, podcast. It podcast, it's a podcast. It's a podcast. They can't see what I They do. can't see it. I have to make sure everybody... We have to narrate. It's, have to narrate. it's actually just rolling the dice. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Too. I, you know, yeah it's, it's, it's the roll of the dice the gesture. Dice Alex, please put your pants back on. All right. It's the Dre on um, round six here. 
The Drake continues to go ahead and move forward, but since nobody's controlling it, let's see here. That's a 97, so um, nothing happens. Moving on. Kothar. I see everybody's kind of just moving around. I heard they probably have it handled. I'm just going to... Yeah, I'm going to hold on. Hold my advantage on. Hold on. You hold on to whatever remains of this drape for dear life. You see that um, there is another horse with a city watchman, and you see that there is a wagon with it looks like a group of city watchmen with them, all looking going ahead and pursuing this out of control dray. In front of you, about 60 feet, the dray is kicking up dust. There's carts and people kind of just moving out the way. You see that the dray is about there. It looks like it's going to make a sharp left turn and duck into what looks to be a pretty narrow alley. Taroka, it is your turn. All right, so he's unconscious, yes, right? Correct. Um, and at this point, we're just on this runaway carriage. Correct. I think it's time to go, guys. Uh, I will clean my sword of its blood. As no, the dray lurches, you try to do your best to. No, just like on one of the dead bodies. On one of the dead bodies. Yeah. yeah. Put it away, and then I would like to take my action to jump out of the missing wall, as if I like. Fall out backwards as if I'd just been shoved out. Okay, roll me a dexterity save. Oh, oh natural 20, which is a 20. You take half a four. Let me do to rope That's two, oh, all in right. case anybody's wondering. You hit the ground, you kind of curl up into a ball, and you begin to roll as the dre continues to go ahead and move forward. You hear galloping approaching you. Horn of Gondor. You hear the horn of Gondor. All right, our driver here grabs the reins and continues to try to keep them steady. He looks behind him, behind the dray, seeing what looks to be the city watch approaching on horseback. He's going to continue to try to drive this carriage. And with a six on the dice, that's going to be a no. You see that he's trying to go ahead and pull the reins, the central one that has it on this kind of steering arm bar in the middle, to try to force the horses to go ahead and go into an alley. He's able to get it into this alley, but he's unable to go ahead and control how the horses move within it. The dray begins to bang up against the walls of this very narrow alley, crashing wood and whatnot in all directions. Florin, you see you're in a narrow alley. Mm. Looks like where the cart is going. You see that um, there's like the walls are super close to the left and right side of this dray, and it's kind of ping-pongs back and forth within this alley crumbling what remaining sides of the right wall and the left side. All right, so I'm going to try to uh, dislodge the horses again. So you can tire these dice. Ten. Um, you go ahead and attempt to try to lift this, but it just looks like it's just too heavy, even though you're trying to put all of your energy into your mage hand to go ahead and release these horses. It does not work. Anything else? Uh, no, not really. The drake careens down the alley and comes out the other end. At this point, the cart is so shattered, it just breaks off from its steering arm. You see the horses continue to go off by themselves in a left direction. And you see the dray go off in a right direction, off in this massive courtyard. You see people are screaming and run in all directions. The dray kind of goes ahead and wobbles back and forth, and then turns over on its side. And everybody who's inside of it to roll me a dexterity check. Those of us who braced ourselves, do we get advantage? Yes. All right. Those of you in the cart, what'd you get? 19. You're fine. 22. You're fine. 18. That'll be 15. 15. All of you will just take half. I bet it's two. No. This time it's six. So you'll take half of six. Everybody? Yes. 
That is everybody who is on the Dre. And the Dre crashes.